Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. School board elections generally aren't supposed to be politically charged, hyperpartisan affairs. But with Election Day almost here, deep divides between conservatives and progressives are playing out in some school board elections. KPCC senior reporter Jill Ruppelgall has more from the Placentia Yorba Linda Unified School District in Orange County. Jenny Bremer's multicultural studies class at El Dorado High School in Placentia is starting a unit on redlining. That's historical discrimination that made it hard for people of color to get home loans in certain neighborhoods. Um, Everyone should have a clipboard. Bremer asks the students to look at maps and documents pinned up around the classroom and write down their reactions on post-it notes. I'm guessing the main area right here is probably like the whites, only because there's so many of them. Yeah, like everyone else like is like broken up and like in different This areas. is a class that almost didn't happen in a school district where less than one-third of students are white. Last year, Placentia Yorba Linda Unified's two most conservative board members voted against adopting an ethnic studies class. They eventually supported the class after extensive curriculum vetting and a name change. But around the same time, the school board banned the teaching of critical race theory in all classes. Critical race theory is a concept that sees racism as systemic in the U.S. It's become a rallying point for conservative activists. This tug-of-war over values is coming to a head this election. Two of the school board seats are up for grabs. The longtime incumbents are facing political newbies who are promising to keep race and gender identity issues out of schools. The classroom is not a place for social justice. It's not a place for ideology. It's not a place for anything other than academics and learning to respect authority for students. Todd Frazier is one of these candidates, and his concerns go beyond the classroom. Frazier also told me there shouldn't be LGBTQ clubs on campuses. Some of the parents backing Frazier have found inspiration from national conservative groups like Turning Point USA. At Yorba Linda High School, a student chapter of the group recently brought political commentator Drew Hernandez to an evening event in the school's auditorium. Hernandez's speech was fiery and centered strongly on Christian faith, which, he derided, is generally kept out of public schools. How do you win an entire generation? You lie to them, you 
you manipulate them and you tell them that God isn't real and there's no one out there that loves them other than big brother, us, the state. That's what you're facing right now, parents. All these commie teachers, all these Antifa losers. After the event, I spoke with a man named Chris, who's part of a parent group that first formed to protest masking requirements and school shutdowns. Chris wouldn't give me his full name because he's a public employee and refused to get vaccinated for COVID-19. The parent group is now backing Frazier and another conservative challenger, and their targets have turned to things like transgender policies in schools. In our district, they allow boys into girls' locker rooms. That's super extreme for me. I have a daughter and a son, and I don't want my son exposed to a girl in his locker room, and I definitely don't want my daughter exposed. Ando Moneno is part of a very different parent group in the district, one that's backing the incumbents, who Moneno considers to be moderate and competent public stewards. He thinks the stuff that seems to really upset parents like Chris and Frazier, the school board candidate, is kind of silly. I don't care if a kid uses different pronouns or, I mean, I do care. I want them to be, you know, affirmed for who they are. But I mean, also, like, it's just, it's not that big of a deal for me. There's all this ridiculous stuff out there about, like, oh, they're going to identify as cats and not kitty litter. It's just, uh, uh, sorry. Ironically, both sides here say they want to get politics out of schools. They just have very different ideas about what that means. For the California Report, I'm Jill Replogle in Placentia. And Jill's story is part of a project from the California Newsroom. It's a collaboration of California's public radio stations, NPR, and the website CalMatters. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. And stepping back from a school district in Orange County, how are people generally feeling about the state of our politics? Well, a new poll from UC Berkeley finds that Californians of all political stripes are worried that American democracy is in crisis and is at risk of failing. And they're overwhelmingly pessimistic about the chances that people with different political views can work out their differences together. Those differences are especially clear when you drill down on what Democrats and Republicans each see as the actual threat to democracy. Here's KQED politics and government correspondent Marisa Lagos. This was a poll conducted by the Institute of Governmental Studies at Cal. They called up 7,600 California voters in the last week of October. And what they found is that when you ask Democrats, strong majorities say they're worried about the possibility of the vote being overturned and they're worried about organized efforts making it harder to vote. But Republicans, on the other hand, are overwhelmingly worried about illegal voting, which we should say is not actually a widespread problem in this country, uh, according to many investigations. There is one thing that majorities of both parties agree on, though, and it's the potential for political violence if some people don't get their way. 
And Lago says most Californians polled say they trust our voting system, but not everyone. Not GOP voters. In fact, more than half said they don't have confidence in the accuracy of the state's voting machine tallies of election results. Meanwhile, strong majorities of Democrats and independents do. I just want to repeat again, we have a strong voting system that has withstood the test of time over recent years. And as for tomorrow's election? I think this poses huge challenges for the future. Uh, Whatever happens, whoever takes control of Congress, we are seeing just this increasingly deep partisan divide. I think we have to, you know, be aware of this challenge. And I think that people need to find ways to reach out and connect with folks they may not agree with. Again, that was KQED politics and government correspondent Marisa Lagos. And that's this edition of the California Report for Monday, November 7th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Remember to tune in this week to this show and your local public radio station for election coverage and results in your part of California. Oh, and remember to vote. Arguably, no state makes it easier to cast a ballot if you qualify. I'm Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Personal Capital providing people with financial tools like the Retirement Planner to help them achieve their financial goals, personalcapital.com. Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at guideline.com CA. Guideline, the California way to 401k. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute, Coming this fall, the launch of research vessel Falcor 2, advancing the frontiers of ocean science and exploration, on the web at schmidtocean.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.